Southeastern's own 90.9 FM KSLU. This is the Experience Points Radio Show. I'm MG. I'm Dustin. We open the whole thing up with Airbrushed by Anna Monaguchi. This is the show that for nearly 10 years have brought you uh, news reviews, yes. a bunch of stuff. And it's coming to as the show as 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 you guys know it and as yeah, kind of we as know is. it. As is. As is. is coming to an end. This is the last one. Yeah, this is the final Experience Points Radio Show episode uh, with, with me as the co-host and you as the co-host. Yep. But there will be a follow-on sort of show. It won't be Experience yes. Points and it will be different. Yes. Uh, it won't have me in it. Uh, it uh, won't so have, it'll be better. <laughs> so a- automatically... Uh, since it's new and it's replacing something beloved, you're going to hate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that is how the, it works on binaries. Uh, and hopefully within time, you've come to – you don't have to call me maybe dad. Just like in, maybe just like in two two weeks. You, they can call you mad if they want you, to. You, you, they call, you don't have to call me dad. You don't have to call me dad. <laughs> oh, dad. <laughs> this, is, but, this is my step host. Yeah. Um, so, but we'll talk a little bit more about what the new show is going to be kind of towards yeah, the end Yeah, towards of this the one. end. Um, um, but, yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of a very special show. This um, is, yeah. So we're, we, may, we may not – we have to figure out. It's, gonna feel, it's very organic. We're going to yeah. let us uh, – we're going to have to show – we're going to reach out with our hearts. Yeah. <laughs> to you mm-hmm. through okay. your radio. That's okay. how radio works, right? We're going to touch. You. We're going to touch you with our hearts. hearts. We're right. going to touch your hearts. Consensual. We're going to be surgeons, radio <laughs> surgeons tonight. Um, so, what's Dustin? What's going on, man? How yeah. you doing? Uh, we actually much. had a weird. We had a weird issue last week where we let the show replay because there was like a baseball game or something. Yeah, I had a replay because uh, the baseball cut it off. Yeah, I asked. Ta- like I asked that. the general manager, and he says, "Yeah, fifty percent over uh, in the hour. It like just skips it." Okay, so, so. so that's what happened. So yeah, anyone that's... two weeks ago was listening and just skipped. That's what we're doing. So here we are. It's it's gonna be kind of crazy, kind of working with college stuff in the in the schedule. Yeah, yeah. Go sports. Go Lions. Uh, not much is going. On. I got a new grown up job. Congratulations. I work for the district attorney. You immediately now. have gray hair. You're retired. Yeah. You have you have a Panama Jack. I know. have a wife who hates me now. That's it. That's it. I don't remember getting married. You bought the whole thing, the whole package. <laughs> but no, I have a grown up job now. Awesome. I work for the. Uh, district attorney's office in the second 22nd judicial district you're the man i am i am their communications assistant and they have told me i'm expendable so oh, okay All <laughs> they right, were very then. direct about that which i appreciated their honesty but don't mess with the love. yeah but no it wasn't like that it was like you know if cuts or anything happen you know okay. and i totally understood government's um, cuts yeah no. yeah but they said that wouldn't be for another two or three years because that's when the- oh so you have like a daily driver's like stable job now mm-hmm. that yeah. that's are you so uh, i know you were like doing like transportation like ride share type stuff are you still doing that on the side or uh, i'm still are, doing are you that hanging until, up your uh, hanging up your wheels i'm hanging up the uh no i'm still doing that for right now because i'm kind of in that weird in be- whoop. that's right. kind of in that weird in between period where the job hasn't started it's monday I have to meet with a guy. You're today. like job curious right now, right? right. I, I'm, I'm pretty dedicated. We've we've scheduled this sesh. There's a lot okay. of, of potters. <laughs> These crystals are glowing. A lot of positive energy that's in this it, sesh. That's it. I can see your arm. If you know what I'm talking about. You're also gross. But uh, I, <laughs> that one got you. Huh? But uh, so I, I've been. It's been kind of a dead video game wise on a slightly more interesting. It's been kind of a dead zone for me. Yeah. On video games. I know later this uh, month is Days Gone. Yep. Yep. That's something, you know, I, I remember when they, uh, they demoed at E3, not last year, maybe it was two years ago. I think two years ago. Uh, so I, I remember watching it at um, at E3 and going, oh no, another zombie type game? Like, mm-hmm. that's great. That's what we need. But then I kind of, you know, I was like, well, that's a sour attitude. Like, why did I have that attitude or yeah. whatever? So. I, I kind of recanted and, and... The horde physics are what kind of yeah. make it stand out a little bit. And speaking of horde physics, uh, a little underrated gem, and I thought this game was going to suck, 
and maybe I'm an idiot. Not World an idiot, but uh, not World Warcraft, <laughs> but uh, uh, World War Z. The game actually is came, that a good? It's actually a pretty good. It's like it couldn't be more like Left 4 Dead if it tried, but that's not a, necessarily a bad well, thing. Well, yeah, Left 4 Dead was a good series. Um, Wish we could see another one. I, I, I touched it over at a friend's house this last week. Uh, not this last week. A uh, couple days ago. No, yesterday. Okay. My brain is confused. But uh, it, was, it was actually way more fun than I thought it was going to be. The horde dynamics in that game were very interesting to see. And uh, it's not open world like uh, Days Gone's going to be. Yeah. But it, w- it was very interesting. The other one. So I'm waiting for Days Gone to play on the PS4 because that's a PS4 exclusive. And the other one I'm actually really excited about, and I should have been more excited about it, is Rage 2. So, did you play Rage 1? I did. All right, so I am one of those people that didn't have the biggest problem with Rage 1. I didn't either. Um, I, I thought it was, you know, I'll, I'll say this, coming from like a place, like a PS, uh, PC gamer, uh, buying it and downloading it for PC, I didn't understand how it was like 50-something gigabytes or 25 gigabytes hey, or whatever, and yeah. then the, that's the game that you get. And I was kind of, because I remember I was, I think I went to the QuakeCon where they demoed that. Yeah. And I was like, well, this game looks awesome. And then I was like, it's like Fallout, but in the day. Like, yeah. That's, it's, it's like a Fallout game. It's not constantly overcast. Yeah, yeah. It's like, there's fog, but there's like natural fog. Okay. There's, and that was that was cheap. I saw that, Bethesda. It was cheap that you did mm-hmm. that. So, yeah. I mean, uh, ID Software did Rage, and I really enjoyed it. The texture pop was a little annoying, but yeah. the, the graphics were good. I couldn't get past John Goodman as a voice actor, to be honest. Uh, it wasn't felt, bad, but it was just kind of like, uh, John wasn't, Goodman. he wasn't trying. <laughs> yeah, he's just kind of phoning it in. Yeah, that's it. The, uh, is I am it, I remember writing for the second as, one, though. Is it as big as a phone-in, phone-in as Peter Dinklage? In Destiny? In Destiny? No, 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 not at all. Um, though, I kind of... That's a phone-in so I, bad I they had to replace oh him. Oh, my gosh. That's like... <laughs> I think the the story was like Michael Vick was able to have dog fights and it took them a couple months to remove him from the NFL games. Yeah. But, but Peter Dinklage does such a bad, bad idea. Tywin Lannister, or Tyrion Lannister does such a bad job a on bad Destiny 1. job. Yeah, yeah, that they had to patch out the entire thing and get uh, Nathan Drake to come back. Oh, yeah. No, and Nolan, Nolan North. North. Yeah. And it's funny because Nolan North does Ghost and then in the, uh, in the, the most recent um, big DLC for Destiny, I can't remember the name of it, mm-hmm. uh, but Forsaken, they uh, they got Nolan North to do all of Cade Six's voice acting because uh, I, I believe um, what's his face was recording the recruit. Yeah, the film so, Nathan Fillion. Yeah, I think um, he was in the middle of recording the recruit, so mm-hmm. they couldn't. It was just a schedule conflict. Yeah. So and he uh, did an okay job. I he, think. he he did. Um, the other thing that's kind of came out game wise. So those are the only two games I'm kind of looking forward to that are definitely coming out this year right. uh with the exception being in september borderlands 3 we got an announcement yeah. and a trailer but they need to show me what's different about this one really quick i you know what i'd almost be okay if it was more like borderlands 2 than the pre-sequel i'd be fine um yes. i think and i, I think like that's where they're landing. i think i like you know borderlands 1 it was good then i like 2 the most and i like because 2 had like the dlc backing it up too like yeah if it didn't have any dlc it would still be a good game then it first had one really good too. dlc yeah the first borderlands was the first uh, and i'm probably wrong with this that one for the 360 and ps3 that was probably the game that was like big dlc packs should yeah. be a thing yeah and i think that one helped start a little well bit and then i think after after that i can't remember if it was during that or right after that for borderlands 2 but they started the season pass 
pass mentality. Yeah, and that wasn't that bad. Was... That wasn't bad at all. Like I, I like the idea of season passes. I hate the idea of buying season passes you before have be... you have any DLC. Right, and that's the thing. It's and not to be whatever the price point of your season pass has yeah. to be consistent. Well, it's like you're buying a second game. It's like, hey, for fifty dollars you get, you know, because I just did this with season uh, with Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I, mm-hmm. I finally got the game and it was like thirty bucks instead of sixty. And uh, and I know it's been lower, but you know, you you get that, and it's like, well, for sixty dollars you can get the uh, the DLC season pass and everything, yeah. the deluxe edition. I'm like, I don't want to buy the game twice, you for, know, and, and I, not know what I'm and, getting. And I don't even know. Like they're just now releasing, I think, the second or the third DLC pack. The the other the only game I got and it's se- like a hat or something. The only <laughs> the, the season pass I got, I, I don't buy them a whole lot. Was the only one I had was The Witcher Three. That was probably the best thirty dollars I spent. Yes, that's in, that's easily another game yeah, worth that, of content. And that's the thing they under CD Projekt Red understood. Yeah. It's like well, if you're going to make it half of a game price-wise, you need soon, to make it half a game. As soon as they finished releasing, like as soon as Blood and Wine like, posted, they were like, here's the game of the year edition. Yeah, and it's and, super and, cheap. And they were like, it's it's affordable and that's fine. Yeah, there ain't you no, know? there really ain't no you excuse just, not to have played you, The Witcher 3 at this point. Well, and if you haven't played The Witcher 3 at this point, um, yeah. do it. Do like, it. Like, just do it. It's easily you, on the top of the list of my games. That, yeah, like, my I, I still, games. I have not, I when I'm going through my Steam library, kind of deleting stuff, Witcher 3 never gets touched. Because you always might go back to it. Like, yeah. they have New Game Plus, which is really great. Um, mm-hmm. They added that in after the fact. They have, like, you know, Super Witcher difficulty and everything. Um I mean, it's just a fantastic so, game, and it's held up really well. It, even it, yeah, even the strange like bugs and everything that they have in there, like they are just. I get more entertained. They're, they're just acceptable. Yeah, I get more entertained by goofy bugs with yeah. that game more than anything else. But they're very, it's it's very polished though. Well, and um, CD Projekt Red did with a lot of video game companies don't seem to understand is that they supported their game after it was launched, and yeah, not just because there's a multiplayer component. There isn't in The Witcher Three. Nope. The, there was I remember Roach had like some weird horse bugs that like. As yeah. soon as Roach got next to a bridge, just no. You just won't go over that yeah, bridge. Yeah, he would. He would. He just comes to a If you were sprinting, stop. he would like stop, yeah, stop. dead stop. And if you're walking, you have to like find the sweet spot on the bridge to go through. And it's usually, if there's a race in Karamoran mm-hmm. that like really screws you up. You have to go you, like, I remember having to cheat around it where you had to go around to the left side of right. it. Right. And if you don't know that, if you're just following the beaten path, like you should, like you, you were expected to, then it just kind of messes you up yeah. and the guy beats you. But they supported it. They fixed it. They even like changed the walking and the turning styles because some people like the original and some people like the new one. Yeah. So like that's supported that's supported like that game's yeah. supported it's still I, I think I saw a bug like a bug pa- a patch or something like a month ago it still gets you know updates that's awesome and they're working on and they have, cyberpunk and they don't have any DRM yeah they released no, yeah. it on good old games just how good can you get oh, I think they should make every game yeah it'd be, it'd be great and that's why I'm excited for cyberpunk now let's let's get into a little bit of news real quick because yeah. we've had some news drop on us uh and the great segue, Cyberpunk is going to be at E3 this year. Yes. They were a little absent, I think, last year. Yeah, I don't think they really showed anything other than maybe they maybe showed some like. They may have shown the trailer then, and they weren't at QuakeCon or something they like that. They weren't at QuakeCon. Or, or the other stuff. Uh, and they weren't at Game uh, GDS or whatever. Yeah, they weren't. That's the one they weren't at. Or, uh, they weren't at Tokyo Game Show, and they weren't at game uh, the Game Developer Showcase or whatever. You're right. They, those are the ones. They kind of kept it themselves. I, I hope they don't continue that trend because that's what like Sony pulled out of E3 this year. Yeah, um, and and that they could lose a foothold with that, and then uh, Blizzard never goes to the E3 because they have BlizzCon, right? And um, so Cyberpunk, uh, they're going to be E3. We're going to see more about Cyberpunk. They've not said what they're showing off. They didn't say if it's going to be a trailer or some game information yeah. or a release date or anything like that. They have cut that 
kind of tight-lipped. I know they've been working on the game for about, what, four or five years now? Ish. And this is getting... Of course, uh, you know, I'm waiting for Anthem, A Realm Reborn at this point. Cause, yeah. Because they were working on that for years and... Um, well, as well, honestly, I got around. I got around to rereading Schreier's uh, expose or yeah, whatever real about work it. on Anthem didn't begin until yeah. like a year ago. Yeah, well, no, I uh, the main thing with that was I think it was like fifteen thousand words or something or fifteen hundred words. Like it's a it's a it's a bit of an essay. It is, and it's one of and those it's well stories. worded, and it's it's one of those things where it's like again, like journalism. Sometimes you could just I, I, I read these all the time as these clickbaity articles and you go yeah, there and you're like, a like like there's nothing there there's no substance it's just a bunch of like what ifs or maybe like happenstantial sort of information uh-huh. no this is all pretty thorough and it it's like uh, I, I go well clearly you didn't write this in one night you know you did he, your, your due while. diligence and your he's probably working on another book if I had to guess and this is going to be a big component to that book the big chapter and, yep um, and I hope it is because I still need it I'm going to grab. Uh, Blood Sweat Pixels is a really, really, really good book. Um, So, big announcements from people. They're going to be at E3. Uh, Cyberpunk, very excited to see them at E3 this year. Not too far off now. Um, The other one was we got an announcement from EA and a trailer drop on their new Star Wars game. Yes. Uh, Well, we had two. We had two. We had the Jedi Order, mm -hmm. and then we had the uh, VR Vader. Oh, um, did they? Yeah, they they did. It was like an all C. Well, I say it was all CG. It was a. Uh, it was one of those CG pre-rendered cutscene, pre-rendered thing. mixed with like some gameplay or whatever, and it it looks okay. I mean, it looks lo- very lone echoey. But the the great thing about lone echo in VR was that you're in sort of like zero gravity. Yeah. So you can pull yourself along. So it's okay for you to just like be sitting down. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. The jury's still out on on my part, in my opinion, about games where you have to move around like a first person shooter or whatever. Yeah. I I've played some games like um, I can't remember the name now that I'm trying to think of it, but I, there's like one game that's just like VR Counter Strike. It, yeah. It's very well done. It, it's a little disorienting. I, I've, I've seen it, and it takes some getting used to VR yeah. games. But because you want to plant your feet firmly, and then you don't want to move them ever. I, I firmly think VR games do have a future. Oh yes. Yeah, they oh yes. Have a well, PR, PSVR. They said Sony said they're that's gonna, the future. They're going to continue supporting it. Oh yeah. Okay. Good. They said they're going to put more power and more money into it. And um, so the they got the announcements on that where they're doing the Vader thing. I guess I didn't even see that. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. They released a trailer. It was a good trailer. Mm-hmm. Um. Two things that kind of made me raise an eyebrow. And if I'm already raising an eyebrow, I looked at the studio. You only board. have two. Okay, so, yeah. I, I raised When's the other one? When's so, the other eyebrow going to So I drop? end up going like this, like, mm, That's like it. Medea's like, I don't want to prove what you're doing. <laughs> uh, so I noticed there were actually, excuse Such me. Such a mid-2000s yeah. reference. <laughs> like uh, Medea. Yeah. There's three th- there were three things that I noticed immediately about this that kind of went, what? The studio making Star Wars Fallen Order is, n- who would you have make your single player game? You know, the company who's would, famous would, for single-player RPGs. Oh, well, CD Projekt Red, if I had to choose. If I had to, well, uh, yeah. If I had my but brothers, if EA, the ones it, EA, um, BioWare. I, 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 would, I, would even, uh, I would even go with Square Enix at this point. Yeah, well. Square Enix could do it. it. The ones at EA. I would, I would, I would make uh, <laughs> the people that did <laughs> Rad and Earth Defense Force. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least they know what they're doing. But if you're EA, the one, the company you own would be BioWare. It's going to be BioWare. You'd pick BioWare. Or Dice, maybe. Or Dice, maybe. Now, yeah. it's not a bad idea. Um, Especially if it's a first-person shooter game, but it's not. It's so. not. So, but Bioware would be my first pick. And then my shooter game would be done, like Anthem, would be done by the guys who made, like, Titanfall because right. they did the multiplayer Respawn, shooter game. Yeah. 
the people and doing, they're killing it with Apex Legends. Uh, yeah. Arguably, arguably killing it with Apex Legends. They they are definitely killing. it I know with Apex uh, some. They're 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 kind of waffling back and forth in some things, and the community's getting a little ticked off at it. But, oh yeah, but I mean that's that's games. Welcome yeah. to games. You know. Um, so the studio doing Star Wars: Fallen Order is Respawn, mm-hmm. the Titanfall guys. Yeah, the single player game. Yeah. The, well, they did do Titanfall one and two. The, well, Titanfall one didn't have a story component at all. Titanfall two did. Yeah, and, and it was a pretty good story. It was a good experience, good. if not a little short. But that's one game, that's one time. And uh, compared to somebody who did an entire blockbuster franchise of a single player narrative. So you well, got they, your studios EA, mixed up EA, there, pal. EA was not going to spend money and time on Bioware whenever Anthem. Because I mean, how long have they been working on Jedi Order? I, well, that's the thing. That's hard. I almost, I almost said Jedi Outcast. And I was going to get real upset because I, I want another Jedi That's Outcast another thing in. that bothered me is that this project, there was another project. There were two other projects before this for a single-player Star Wars game, 1313 and Outcast yep. or something like that. I yeah. can't remember the name. I know, I know what you're talking about. It wasn't Outcast, but, but it was. But 1313 would focused on young Bobo Fett. Yep. And then the other one was focused on kind of the smugglers, the people who didn't have a friggin' lightsaber. Right, right. Which all, the, been, all the all the Rogue One people, pretty much. Both of those like, things would have been really cool to see. The non-forcers, right? And now the unforcers. And now the we're getting right. And now we're getting the third iteration of that. And it's like, okay, are you going to sell us that Anthem's been worked on for four years, but in reality, you changed the project so many times, you've only been working on this title for about a year and a half? I think. I honestly think they shouldn't have. They should have either reopened Lucasfilm Games or LucasArts Games uh-huh. um, and fueled it with components from their already explosive. Like they have a, a ton of people that are just great, right. uh, or or just hire people back because I mean Lucas LucasArts Games only closed yeah. five years ago, six years ago. So I mean it's yeah. not the biggest. It's not, you could probably pay people to come back. Yeah, you know, or just but no one wants to work for EA. And that's the thing: have Disney open it. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, people would love. We're speaking of Disney. I'm going to Disney. Uh, actually, leaving Friday. Oh, cool! Yeah, I'm nice. going to Disney. Going to stay there for a week. So, oh, and the third, the uh, so the first was the studio that was making it confuse me. The second uh, being. That I don't know, like I had the fact that I hadn't heard about this game two years ago. Are they just trying to milk suspicious. the uh, the franchise or whatever? Because I mean, they only have one more movie. Yeah, and then probably the, like a movie about Job of the Hut or something. Yeah, something gonna, like that. Like where you fight. It's just, called, it's just called Hut. You just get insulin across the galaxy. <laughs> the, so that's the second thing that bothered me. The third thing that bothered me was I was looking and they threw on the little thing. Of course, I pause it and I'm looking at the little credit thing because it right. tells you all this little information. You know what engine they're using? They're not using Frostbite. They're using Unreal. Well, that's kind of annoying. That's uh, one. You got your engine mixed up again. Got one. Not to be whatever. And here's the thing. I'm like, so are you guys done with Frostbite or what's going on? No, they're not done with Frostbite. No, no way. So are they are they putting Frostbite into redevelopment? There's got to be something that it didn't do. And that's the thing. How at what point were these guys? Because I use Frostbite for all the Battlefield games. And that's or Battle. Yeah, they did. Battle Zone? Battlefield. Uh, Battlefield. No, Battlefield. Battlefield. Uh, Frostbite, they use it for friggin' everything. Battlefront. Battle. It was Battle, Star Wars Star Wars Battlefront, then Battlefield. They use it for the Battlefield games. They use it for Battlefield, but I was talking about the, the other Star, Star Wars, Wars Battle game, Battlefront. Too. I was like, they Battle it, something. They used it for that, and then they used it for Mass Effect Andromeda, and they used it for Anthem. They used Frostbite right. for friggin' everything. Yeah. But apparently something happened with this game. Well. Where they went to hell with this Frostbite engine. We gotta use Unreal. And you know what? What happened? They might just change that. 
Unreal's incredibly easy to develop in, but they might change it to Frostbite. So if they, they can change de- it into they Frostbite could. They totally could. this late in the game, where you're already dropping the trailer, this game's going to be absolute hot garbage. That's what they did with Andromeda. That's exactly what they did with Andromeda. And, and remind me how that went. It went, well, it was better than Anthem. Metacritic Every, says that's so. That's not hard to do with Anthem, though. Yeah, but I mean, it says kind of crazy how, it, anyway, you know the numbers, it, people. I Anthem, <laughs> uh, and that's the thing. It's like... I'm what I'm seeing already just from this one trailer drop to the average person it looks like a really good cinematic trailer. But I'm seeing all the red flags already. I'm seeing I'm seeing a change in engine. Yeah, I'm seeing. Well, because you you've got a little more you get a little more this. like I remember history. You know, you got that mindset. Right, so. and uh, and that's the thing. This game could be good, but. At this point, I'm very nervous about this. And there's interviews with... And you've got good reason to be nervous. I have excellent reason to be nervous. People... Well, no, and here's the annoying thing. Star Wars is a is a type of franchise that people will just buy these games. That, They're going to watch The Mandalorian. They watch Solo. And even though it sucked, people are like, hey, it's Solo. And it still made it, money. It probably didn't make a ton of money. It, no, it, it nearly lost money. It got some back. It barely made headway. But that's the thing. It's like... If you're barely making headway with a Star Wars movie, well, that's the thing too. Like, and then battle. I think Battlefront too. Like, all you had to do was not do microtransactions, and you messed that up. You yeah. Know? And then the so. oh, and then the but last. People bought it. People bought the game because it's Star Wars. You and know? then the last thing that the fourth thing, excuse me, that kind of went made me go, okay. Oh, excuse me. There's five things. The fourth thing was the tweet from EA going, "There's no microtransaction. There's no none of that and everything." I'm like, okay, we'll see. And it's like it's a single player experience, and I'm like, hmm. Okay, well, here's what I think. A, you're tweeting this because you know you, we don't like this. Yeah, so you're you, getting ahead of this train. Right, so you know we don't like this, so everything you guys said when Battlefront 2 was going out is BS. Right. So you lied to us then. So it's either like it's like a lying then or lying now kind of thing. Right. So, or you could just be lying both times. Like, it's totally possible you could or, just be lying right now and you were lying and then. And you're going to – and you might do that. And it's like just because you say no microotransaction doesn't mean you're not going to cut up the final game into a bunch of DLC parts right. and it secret could, it, missions yeah, like all you the did stuff, with Mass Effect 3. I was going to say all the stuff that you left on the cutting room floor just gets polished. I mean that's what a lot of people's big complaints are with games now is that you take, you know, levels that should have been included that got resized or whatever down for the gold release or whatever, the, the, the pressing, and then all of a sudden now they're, you know, Thirty dollars worth of DLC right. when you know you didn't work extra on this. You just worked the same amount. It was supposed to be in the main game. Okay, and so. then the, the last and final thing that worries me. I have five good reasons to be nervous about this game. And the last thing I'm nervous about was they did an interview with the designer of like Star Wars Renegade or Outcast. I cannot remember the title. It was the working title. It was, and there was no multiplayer component to that game when she was designing it. And she was like, at that, she's like, they told me at the time a single player experience was not on the table. She was like, they were totally flat out no. And I was designing a single player experience. I guess they changed their minds. And I'm like, okay, so that means they haven't been working on it that long. Then. No. And that no, makes they, me... No, chances are they maybe even took like a multiplayer experience they were working on and they just shifted it so that now it's a single player thing. And, and that's the thing. It's like they're trying to get good credit in and that's I'm I think not. exactly I think you hit it on the head just now it's yeah. they're trying to build that goodwill back up because We're, they know that they've evacuated a significant amount with all these other things like yeah they crushed the Mass Effect community with Andromeda mm-hmm. they've destroyed the community that was like okay alright that's not real Mass Effect the Anthem will be real Mass Effect they killed that too yeah you know and uh, the Dragon Age hasn't particularly been doing well 
Yeah. I mean, I think people are, they're losing people to Gwent. And that's, and, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's kind of the annoying thing. Like people, people are playing Destiny and they're loving Destiny and EA and Bioware can't manage to steal anyone away. You they're know, even, even with Respawn doing Apex Legends, mm-hmm. right? I think that's all through, um, they shot themselves. And the weird thing is, that, it's like reading that Kotaka, it's like you really shot yourself in, in the foot. With it was so, them. it was so easy. From an outsider's perspective, looking in, game development is not an easy thing, right? right. But and, I, and neither one of us do game development, right? We don't develop games, we don't code games. But right. looking in, just looking at your history, right? You can see all of the the pitfalls and the missteps on Anthem or on on Andromeda. Yeah, and you were developing this other game when you released Andromeda and saw all the negative things. Yeah, and I'm not saying that you should have pushed the game back a year. But in comparison to what the game is like now and what the response is now to this game that was supposed to be the game to end all games, it was supposed to be the, the messiah is, of games. This is your big one. It it yeah, it's like you kinda you kinda missed. Yeah, and it doesn't you know? look like and here's the thing, it's like not to be whatever in Fallout seventy six and Anthem both are gonna learn the hard lesson. When you don't do well your first few weeks with games like this, you're probably not gonna That's the telltale sign. That's the telltale sign, especially for online games, because single-player experiences, okay, you can kind of change them. And that's the strange thing, is Mass Effect Andromeda, it had a multiplayer component. We're not really going to discuss it. But the single-player component of it was the thing that could only get better. It wasn't going to get worse. It could only get better. Because when you change it, people will respond, and you just all you have to do is just, like, manipulate the game based on the changes requested and, you know on average right and there you also need to listen to your testers because and i'm not going to say who i know there's ea testers out here oh yeah in louisiana oh yeah i'm not going to name who i'm not going to say who there have been and i've talked to about two or three of them and they've said we've brought all this up yeah no i've, I've heard the same thing i have a couple friends that worked at ea and they said you know it's almost like okay, your concerns have been noted. Now go back to your black and then throw them in a black hole. And that's and that's it. And there's and that's the thing. If you're not listening to your testers, what you're doing is pointless. Right. And well, who who are you supposed to listen to? Are you supposed to listen to the guy on the stock board, the the stock meeting, or whatever? Or mm-hmm. and I mean, I get it. Like without money, there's no games, and I understand that. But I, if yeah. you continuously fail in your in your marketplace, yeah, then you will you'll just lose out. Like you just lose everything. Yeah. So and I don't know. So don't know we'll what, I know what the answer is, but I'll I don't be, know. I'll be sh- not to be whatever. I'll be shocked if Star Wars Fallen Order gets above a seven out of ten on average for the readings. I I hope you know what I hope they just stick with the engine. Like I didn't I didn't pull that I didn't see that. But if they stick with Unreal, Unreal? Yeah. then that'd be great because I made a least, little note of it. I was like yeah. I was like yeah that's. That's good. Do they have a uh, proposed release date on that yet? It's not this year. It's next year. It's got to be. <sighs> Probably. I don't know. Or I they're going to release footage at, at E3 maybe. Also didn't see any gameplay. Um, yeah. So that's awesome. It'd be cool for E3 to show gameplay there, I think. Man, I, I, that's why I didn't make it a negative note because I'm like, you might be saving that for E3. Building up a little hype before it, which is be a yeah, thing to do. Yeah, because, um, well, I mean, that's Your what, gameplay uh, better be really good, though. It can't look like garbage. That's what, I mean, pretty much Stadia is doing. Like, Google Stadia is like, we're not going to show a ton right now, but we're going to show it later in the summer. And they're, everyone's like, so you mean at E3? He's like, at a, at a conference in the summer. Like, they don't want to say that they're at E3 because right. I guess they might not be or they might do something I else. I have a theory. What do you have a theory about? I have a theory why it's unreal. I think because the development for this game started about a year and a half ago and the people said, look, if you want this game out in a year and a half from now, let us we develop can't an engine do it on work. Frostbite. We <laughs> can do it on Unreal. That has a lot more support. Yeah. So that's what I think. So, other news real quick. Yes. 
PS5, yeah. Ah, the PlayStation 5 was announced not with a bang, but with a leak. Kind, kind of, of a leak, and then it was like, yeah, 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 whimper. we're going to do that. Yeah, that's what we're doing. And, to, and confirmed, you asked your dad where the Christmas presents were, and he said, they're not in the attic. All right, they're in the attic. That's it. That's about that's how it. they released it. But at least we have something kind of official from Sony, which is nice. It, it is. Um, um, it's a little, I'll say it, it's a little underwhelming. There's some There's some points this that- This is not how you want to th- do it. This is, this is, there's some things that, um, there's some things about it that are really exciting that- Used to be something I really cared about, and then I realized that I don't particularly care about things like yeah. backwards compatibility. Used to be a big thing for me. Now I expect it. Now, now it's sort of expected. So whenever you say yeah, it's backwards compatible, and I go, "Cool, mm. it's software, and it's not a PS3." That's yeah. the the biggest thing. Is you're the PS3 su- was a very different animal. It's like the Chris Rock thing was like, "I take care of my kids. You're supposed to, you dumb." Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> ridiculous. You know? Yeah, it's exactly how it is. So, um, but but. So backwards compatibility announced backwards compatibility, whatever that means. Um, it's official for it's now. A, it's official for now. Minds, maybe uh, it, it officially supports Linux. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I, oh, that hits a little harder I than know, I wanted it to. That joke didn't didn't make me laugh. It made you sadder. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, they said, okay, it's going to have SSD built in, which is cool. It's nice I, to start finally moving away from the. I, I hope. Uh, I have I have two uh, I have two comments about that. One's it's a super geeky like hardware comment, and mm-hmm. the other is a well, it's about damn time, yeah. right? Because SSDs they're affordable. You can get terabyte SSDs for under hundred dollars now. Mm-hmm. Go for it, yeah. Put those in there. But my 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 point and my second concern is you know they they throw all these statistics out there. Oh, it loads this much faster or whatever, and that's great. Like whenever you have super duper, but it wasn't of, really speed of electrons. You know, like yeah. you're 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 making it faster. That's great. Um, I they didn't say if it was going to still have discs or not. I imagine yeah. they will. I, I think it, it probably will because they don't want to alienate the military and overseas audience. Right. Um, and Whoa, that was an economic thing people would not think of off the top of their head. Okay. Right, right, <laughs> right. Just buy the previous gen console. Yeah. Why not? Oh, gosh. Um, I remember when Xbox said that. The um, But my, my concern is whenever they give the the statistic like it's 18 times faster loading things for the PS5 than it is loading things on the PS4, my question is, Please tell me that you're using the faster versions of the SSDs, not just the economy, whatever. Yeah. Like use NVMe drives, right? Because mm-hmm. it's from a technical standpoint, they are significantly faster. Um, but from a practical standpoint, they're not because we don't have things that use them at that speed. Right. So if you, you know, for uh, I think two hundred dollars, I got a two terabyte NVMe drive, and two hundred dollars is a lot for a hard drive, mm-hmm. but it's very fast and it's solid state and it's very good. But then when I look at it, uh, and I bought it for other reasons, um, like motherboard reasons, but yeah. when you look at how fast it is in like a synthetic benchmark, it's ridiculous. But when you look at it with like, I'm loading Grand Theft Auto off of this drive, and then I'm, lo- I'm loading Grand it off Grand Theft Auto of, don't know how to talk to that. That's the thing. Like, Grand Theft Auto is just loading like it's on a regular SSD, like a, like a $50 the, the way SSD. Com- the way it's compiling the information off that drive ain't going to change. Right, right. So they need to, whenever they are asking developers to write games or do things, they need to be able to to say, look, this is how you make the most use of the hardware, right? and they need to make the most use of the hardware. You know, Not to put too, much, too, too fine a point on it, they need to change their development men- mentalities, or they need to do some intermediary thing for the game on the system so that it makes use of that better hardware, because as economical as it would be to like use I guess just easy SSDs, like two and a half inch SSDs, yeah. the fact that we've already got this other technology that should completely replace SSDs in general, like should just yeah. completely replace the SATA the SATA interface or whatever, um, 
the fact that we wouldn't put that in, and we have it right now, like during development, and we wouldn't put that in our system is kind of annoying. And, and we, we've had it yeah. for years too, so it's not like it's a brand new, like untested thing. No, I th- and I think that uh, Sony's getting a little bit ahead of that with I think the dev kits launched about a year and a half ago or about a year ago. I think so. I yeah, they, about it, dev it, it was it was definitely not a looker there. though. Like oh <laughs> they no, were they're ugly as sin. They're dev kit. Well, you know what the weird thing is? I really don't care. You know, hey, they're dev you kits write games on it. You write games never on. been pretty, but they've always been. Well, and I, I gotta there. say, I don't particularly care if my gaming console looks like a spaceship or not I, you know, and if, that's it, if thing, it just looks yeah. like a, a cube oh, wait, the, the xbox looks like a box for god's sakes and we're fine with, with an that. x on it with an x on it that's the game it. cube looks like a cube with so, games in it and they showed off a little bit of the hardware stuff what it can do the load times are a little faster yeah. um we're still a bit of a ways from seeing anything first party i, I like think two years maybe uh, yeah and i think the, the ps the ps5 is going to drop on you'll probably be getting it in march or fall of 2020 really so you think it's exactly a year away that's when i try to do it is 2020 i try to get some first party games out there that's not knack that's and, not knack and um please not get, another i try knack. to get something out there by 2020 because man what a good little date i i would want i would want to get first party games i would go, almost want to get launch titles mm-hmm. from the biggest people in the studios i'd want to get uh, a launch title that is a new sports game mm-hmm. uh, i'd want to get a launch title by hideo kojima somehow death training is a lot of people talking about I, that i one. would want to get a launch title maybe from uh guerrilla games and i'd want to get a launch title that is maybe a first person shooter type game um or maybe even like a first i would almost say like a first person rock band but rock band's kind of falling off i bring so. i bring something back kind of old school and that way you can get kind of the nostalgia people as well. Quake 2. You can put Quake oh, 2 on it. You put, you put Quake 2 on the PS5. Oh, wow. Oh, Lord. I was thinking like Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank. Yes. Those two would be where we go. But, I mean, it's it's kind of early. And, you know, I, the system kind of getting announced like this is kind of like, man, this is really going to take, you know, the excitement out of your own little press conference you're planning to do. Yeah. And I'm sure that's when you're going to show off the system and everyone's just going to be like, yeah, we know this. And that kind of sucks, and I think it's going to undermine what they were planning to do. Do you remember when PS4 dropped? Do you remember the date? PS4. Like the, the year? Was it 2008, 2009? No, it hasn't been. No, yeah, no. It was a lot later than that. PS4. Um, PS4 dropped in 11 or 12, I want to Let's say. Let's find out. 2013. 2013? November okay. 2013. So it's about so seven years. Yeah. That's about a good lifespan. So we should for see, it. you know, 10 years from now, we should see at least the PS6 or yeah. whatever they're going to call it Ooh, next. Yeah. So, yeah, about seven. The Xbox and the PS2, that was about their lifespan, too. Yeah. Well, the PS2, I think, had a lot longer lifespan just because of, like, Japan really, uh, really loved. Supported the hell out of it. Loved and supported that. 165 million. That's actually uh, so a good segue, by the way, because uh, so I've been playing around with my play, uh, PlayStation Two lately. Yeah. Well, yeah. And uh, so, so let's, let's, let's set the stage a little bit. Did you have anything else for the PS5? That was it. Okay, so let's set the stage. <laughs> let's set the stage for a little bit. So, um, I, I have been I have been trying desperately to um, to sort of get all of the discs that I own, and I had already sort of done this, but I had I had installed Free McBoot on a memory card on my PlayStation Two. For mm-hmm. those that don't know, Free McBoot is a soft mod that just lives on your memory card on your PlayStation. If you take your memory card out, it is a normal PlayStation Two. If you put the memory card in, and there's there's no extra hardware; it's just a memory card. You plug that in, it boots to like a custom menu that can look at the hard drive and the network adapter and everything that shipped with like Final Fantasy XI 
and uh, and I think maybe Fantasy Star or whatever for PlayStation 2. Yeah. Now, the problem is, and you could put games on it. Like, you could put a game in the disc tray, and it'll download it to the hard drive, and then you don't need the disc anymore. You can kind of put that in a shelf right. or on a shelf or whatever. And the reason that I did that, you could actually... Uh, mount the drive and like a computer and you could put a game in your DVD tray on your computer and copy the game that way too so I did that because I didn't want to kill the drive in my PlayStation and that's sort of why I wanted to do it I want to preserve this fat PlayStation this fat PS2 as much as possible this fat boy because like it's not they don't make them anymore so at some point it's just going to stop working and I don't want it to die and I want to keep playing these really awesome games um, and thankfully like some games like Kingdom Hearts like that's been remade and I can play that yeah, on, a modern, yeah, on a console. Yeah, but some of these like Rad. Like Rad or Xenosaga or Dot Hack uh, uh, Half-Life or whatever. Decay Half-Life Decay. Well, <laughs> that's right, yeah, how much we enjoyed that going there, back, but, yeah. You know, it's, it's, I remember it being better. It's sort of like GoldenEye. Like <laughs> I remember it being a very, you know, nice thing. It's <laughs> was not, it always this difficult to aim? Like? Yeah, I was like, yeah, I guess so. It's, I don't know how I beat this game. <laughs> um, but so... It must be just incredibly short. Like, we're almost at the end, maybe. Yeah. But, um, so I wanted to put everything on the hard drive, and I did for the most part, but then the problem is the network adapter, like the first-party network adapter that Sony makes, is it goes to an IDE hard drive, which is a really old-school uh, ribbon-cabled hard drive or whatever. It's like the first hard drives we had. Yeah. And they don't make them anymore, and they didn't make them very large. So I think uh, most of my games fit on a 100-gig or an 80-gig hard drive, but I have a lot of games that I've acquired since then that I just play off of discs that wouldn't fit. Or uh, maybe it, it, they wouldn't fit. I didn't want to use the drive, and then uh, I couldn't find a larger hard drive. So modern hard drives use SATA, and they're bigger. And I think you could put up to a two terabytes uh, hard drive in there. So significantly more space. Yeah. Um, but you need to have something to plug it into. Like you have to have something. So I bought a piece off the internet uh, and it, was, it wasn't very expensive. And I opened up the network adapter because that's how the hard drive connects. You can't use USB or whatever. And I take the old hard drive piece out and I put the new hard drive piece in. And I try to like connect it all up. And it's just like I just break it. Like I just oh, I it can't, destroyed it. I, it well, it, it's not destroyed. I could put it all back together and it works. But like it won't connect to the new hard drive. So I ended up biting the bullet and I bought like an $18 uh, hard drive connector, a SATA hard drive adapter that totally just works, like immediately just works. And it's from uh, like GameStar or something, like some yes, knockoff yeah. Korean maybe, uh, Chinese company or whatever, GameStar. Mm-hmm. And it just works. So now I get the joy of getting all my PlayStation discs back out and because you can't copy the data from one old hard drive to the new one. Copying yeah. all of my discs over, but I finally get to play like dot .hack, um, the, the yeah. dot hack, uh, not GU, the um, the original dot hacks. I have all yeah, four yeah. of them. Uh, I get to play all of those. Eventually, I'll get to all the Xeno sagas. I've beaten the first Persona. one. Persona, Persona, I will never get to. There's no way I'm gonna ever play those games <laughs> in earnest because they're so long. So, <laughs> but I did start doing that. I, I was I made a, a great breakthrough last night where I was able to download dot hack one onto the hard drive from the disc and put the hard drive into the thing, and it just started working. And I was like, yes. Yeah. And I even, as a bonus, I got a hundred, a two hundred and twenty-eight megabyte memory cards. The smile on your instead face of man, I... instead of the eight megabyte memory cards from Sony, I got two hundred and twenty-eight. I've got memory card slots for days. It's so good. So I'm just I'm gonna, very, I'm just very happy. I'm gonna. I was thinking about grabbing a from Second and Charles. I was gonna grab me a Fat Boy yeah. PS2 and an original Xbox. Yeah, because uh, there's an Xbox game that I've been dying to play. Again. What is it? That sounds stupid. No, come on, man. What is it? So, it's the Pirates of the Caribbean game. Okay. But let me explain something here. 
I played this game when I was a kid. My dad had it. And I was like, okay, this is really neat because you can buy your own ship. And it's, it has nothing to do with the movie. Okay. It is a pirate RPG. You know what studio made it? Which one? Bethesda. What? <laughs> yeah, I looked at the bottom of the thing when I was looking at it online. I'm like... I was like, what in the hell is that? How, how did like, Bethesda do this? Right. And it's like, oh, this all this game makes Bethesda so much more sense. Bethesda didn't always live in Skyrim. They, right, they like, did other things too. And I'm like, oh, that's why this thing is like, okay. And so like I've been wanting to go back to it to see if it's as good as I remember because it's very it's like <laughs> it's like Do you watch like angry video game nerd yeah, reviews or whatever about it? And you're yeah. like, oh man. Come like, why does nobody know about this, this game? Like good. it drives me nuts. Well that was like rad, like when when whenever rad I'm like what about rad hilarious. and you're just like, What are you talking about? And it's like one of those fun the funny games that you're just like, How does this even I do? gotta send that over to the grumps How, to the game grumps? They've got, got to it. Get they, a they had to have played it. It's ridiculous. They need it's I'm so like gonna write in the like Because I know they've they've played Earth Defense Force. They played. I don't know if they played Earth Defense Force. I, I thought they had. I, they I, need to play this though. Yeah. If you're, if you're, uh, the off chance of video game this. lovers, like, oh man, this is so them, good. go look at the Twitch channel. Send go the grumps rad for God's oh sake. God. I need to buy another copy then and send it to them because yeah, I'm not giving them my time. copy. I have an original copy. I bought yeah. that the day it came, or not the day it came out, but like when it was actually being circulated for realsies, not for for cereal, not for, not now. All right. So. I can't hold this in anymore. Okay. What are you doing? It's time for an unpopular opinion. Oh, I'm like, are you going to fart? What's, no, I'm not We're gonna, in a closed booth. I, I will say I have something brewing, but I've been holding it in. But what? I'm a polite young man and I'm not going to do it. What is the unpopular opinion? I do not like Divinity 2. You don't like Divinity 2? I don't like it. Hot off the presses. Hot off the presses, I don't like it. Most people like Divinity and Divinity 2. <sighs> so what's your um, what's your, what's your your beef, brah? Pops neck. Okay. So here's what I don't Breaks like Divinity <laughs> 2 immediately. What I don't like about Divinity 2 is it feels the need to... If you're putting me in a magical fantasy land... That's what they do. I want to explore it. This game punishes you for not being leveled up enough and going into an area the game did not tell you if this area is over, way over your level or if these enemies are way above your pay grade you just find out the hard way so I hope you save you need to hit quick save every 10 seconds to make sure that doesn't happen to you or See, you that's how I feel like 15 minutes of progress that's how I feel like well maybe not like that I was gonna say that's how Diablo felt to me whenever I didn't understand how to play Diablo and so that, and that's the thing it's like that's not good that's like if I wander into a bad area and I get my butt kicked. Yeah. Every time because I want to check something out. And that's there's a difference between having a game I play Dark Souls, I play CQ. There's yeah, but those are between, those are inherently frustrating games. This is an all of a sudden very frustrating and, game. And, and that's an experience right, that's very frustrating. And that's the thing. It's like all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I'm doing well because I'm going where the game wants me to go. I don't have any control and this whole open world concept is null and void. If I, if there's a barrier of enemies everywhere I go, then it's not an open. It's not world. an open I'm world. I'm stuck. Yeah, I'm stuck from where you tell me to go and where you lay in the breadcrumbs, and I hate that. I don't like that. Let me go where I want to go. Let me explore. And they're trying to model it off of D and D. Here's the problem with trying to model it off of D and D. They're doing it really it. rigidly too. If you, you can't be rigid in a D and D system because your players are gonna want to do what I do. Yep. Which is your players are gonna go. No, nah, no, we don't want to do that. We want to go somewhere else. Where you, that volcano you talked about that's, looked really that's cool. That's the amount of go dr- like. There, there's the idea of drift. Like right. they, people like to drift in games sometimes. And, and that's the thing. Divinity uh, two does not let you do that. Divinity one didn't either. You went into a bad section. You can get your party can get wiped. Yeah, but I, I kind of gave Divinity one more. 
I don't know. It was the first of a series. It they was, were feeling things out. I want to say the developers weren't like big name developers. If I right remember. at the time they weren't. And there's also for Divinity the first one. There's like a little map that's like where the generally the levels are kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like Divinity Two doesn't have any of that. Divinity Two it's feast or famine, and you could be walking around a path you walked before, and somebody who's level sixteen and you're fourteen, you get a party wipe. And I'm playing on Explorer mode, which is supposed to be a little bit easier. But that two level, like <laughs> easier, and that's quotes. A, this is a game where your levels are a significant. Having a two level thing is it's minus, a significant advantage. It's the difference between like jumping over a bridge and jumping over the Grand Canyon. Yeah, like it, you may as well just kill yourself if you're two levels below <laughs> your enemy because you're going to get party wiped. And then at the same time, if I'm two levels above somebody else, I'm just murdering them. And it's not even a challenge. At one point, I was, I started getting to where I can consistently win, and then a new problem came where now it's the opposite problem. Was now this game's not presenting much of a challenge. Yeah, and so so that's a, I've I've experienced that, and the way that I've seen games get around it is by just using math, just to like mathematically like a formulaic sort of like, like what is the best way to kind of like to scale to like auto scale and you see that with new game plus where after you've like killed the game and you know how like how to get through it how does it how does the game how does the game make it still a challenge for you right without making it like you're just in a grinder yeah and it's also uh, it's also a a gear drop kind of thing where they like overload a game there's so much crap the game gives you <laughs> that you just that your inventory, you don't need it now every, it's an inventory management mini every game. five minutes after i've dumped my inventory i look again and it's already cluttered yeah and i'm not even trying and there's people who steal away more than i do i'm just giving i'm just taking what the game gives me and it's so much stuff and it's just like oh and then there's a crafting mechanic and all this other stuff and it's like dude i can't deal with all this anything else <laughs> and the game is also incredibly finicky about when it gives xp out like I complete a thing and it's like, where's my XP? Do you like, feel that it's it's grindy? I, it, and that's a well, I was it was grindy because I was grinding. Like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, because I, I'm going out, I'm going out there and I'm trying to like, oh, I gotta get my level up because I gotta get through these areas, and I'm just blowing through this game because I'm waiting for it to click. I'm like, oh, I see why people like this game. And here's the thing, I do see why people like this game because the core mechanics of fighting and everything like that of combat are very interesting on how it works together with oil and fire and stuff using magic and stuff like that and you know using physical attacks like some enemies I'm like that I think is really cool and there's really neat tricks you can do and it does feel very satisfying when you kind of outsmart your enemy where you're like oh you try to teleport up there high where I can't reach you well I can teleport you down here and then we're going to use oil and then a fire attack so then inflicts burn like when you start doing that and all together that feels really good it's like an alchemy. You're you're figuring out all the components, right? Of the game. And like how what the best way to go. And it's like okay, well these guys are weak against physical damage. I'll have th- my cleric do a whirlwind attack, which knocks out their physical arm, and then I'll do a knockdown attack with my other guy, and then that'll they won't be they'll be down a turn, right? And it's and stunned and yeah. yeah. And I'll have her go up high. She can start shooting with arrows, and he'll do the magic attack and do a summons. There's all sorts of though when those elements are coming together. And you're being challenged and used to think dynamically about using the environment. And those those are positive things I will say about this game. They, the environment matters and mm-hmm. use it well, and I love that. The spells and everything, having a, your guys have a diverse cast of spells and everything and using magic to its full capability, 
Very important. I like that a lot. It's everything outside of that that drives me nuts about the game. It's almost like they should have gotten other people to develop those components, and they just developed the core components. Hey, the, the, the core components. Give me the core fighting components. Once, it's like Magicka. Give me the Magicka components. And that's the thing. When I'm in com, when I get into combat, and I can see that the, the most excited I get when I play the game is I can see that the AI is the same level as I am, and the environment's interesting. And almost all the environments here I have to do combat in is interesting in some way. Very rarely is there a dull environment. There's always something you can use for your advantage. There's always something kind of throwing a twist that the enemy could use or you could use. I really like that, and I think that's a very good positive. It's just I don't know the other tax I have to pay for that is the pain-in-the-ass system, excuse me, of trying to run around and deal with everything else where yeah. the levels are unbalanced. And it's almost like if it, was, if it was just fights – then it wouldn't be that bad. It would be like arcade mode, but it would just be fights. A little, a little bit more arcade, and that's the thing. It's like what I would really like from this game is kind of to cut some fat, not have a 1,002 items to pick up. XP can be gotten in a way that's dynamic and everything like that, level scaling a little bit to where if something is – if you go into like a thing, it's like, hey, this quest is level 18 You and this area is like – let the player know. Give yeah, them just give them a tooltip saying, a, hey, you might want to turn back before you get you know, right. get hurt. And, and that's the thing. Fallout kind of does that by going everything south is bad. Right. If right. Fallout it's does like that, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Don't go south. Yeah, and that's the thing. You figure that out after a couple times. He goes, oh, everything south is higher level. Right. Uh, and Fallout 4 did a good job because it's like everything kind of towards this little green area is is tougher right and you kind of figure that out as you play it without the game force feeding into the way the map set up in divinity 2 you can't figure that, that out would, i was gonna say that like give a little uh, heat map vignette or whatever like as you get closer to hurt like things are gonna hurt you just like make the edge yeah. of the map or edge of the thing red like your god woken speaks to you that this area is like whatever and it's like but the thing is the game doesn't tell you any of that right and this game also has a lot of like it has a crafting system but you're never going to craft what's better than the vendor, so it's right. I hate re- when they do that. It's just like, well, it's just thrown in, and it doesn't give me any XP or any kind of real reward or anything for doing it. And it's just kind of there. There's ruin slots I haven't touched yet, but I go through weapons so fast I don't yeah. want to put ruins in anything because I'm like, but it's about to sell this in five minutes anyway. Right. I, or it's not worth. It's just not worth it. it. It's just not worth it. Anything, and I can't improve the weapon I already well, have. Divinity Two is kind of. I mean, it's the game's done. Like they're not making any more on the game, right? Like they're. It's done. It's finished. Yeah. So they I mean, their definitive edition, but. Yeah, so I mean, it's not going to get better at that point, and it seems right. just like it is what it is. So. And it's man, it's just such a great combat system, and I think that's what. If it didn't have that combat system, I think a lot more people would be like, eh. The other games I do want to try out that are in the same gamut, I don't know if they have the same issue. Is Pillars of Eternity one and two? Right. Uh, I really want to try out Pillars of Eternity two Dreadfire because it takes place on a cool pirate ship. Um, but uh, those are the other ones I'm going to give a shot at. But Divinity 2, man, is driving me nuts, and I'm not enjoying it as much as other people did. Well, so um, this is interesting. Uh, we're talking about uh, Divinity Original Sin 2. Yes. Because there is a Divinity 2. It came out in 2009. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, by the... there's So, uh, Larian Studios is who made it. Yeah. And uh, they made Divinity Dragon Commander. Lots of Divinity. Pretty much everything <laughs> except Ketnet Kick. Yeah. And the the other thing... And Adventure Rock. Yeah. So the other games that kind of... um, You play this on PS4? I I played this on PC. Okay. okay. uh, Because the interface is kind of geared towards PC. So I kind of went back to like, what a good strategy game. So I ended up re-downloading Total War Shogun 2 and um, XCOM. Yeah. The first one. I think that one's still my favorite. Uh, But 
Man, uh, just unpopular opinion. I had to get it out. No, it's good. Uh, it's, it's good. It's good on the final show to just be like, yeah, I hate this. It I, sucks. I, that's, and that's the thing. It's like it's not that I'm hating it. It's like I know I see why people like it, but I can't. The tax I have to pay to get to that is I don't like that. All right. So. Well, this is, we said it at the top of the hour, we're almost out of time now. We actually haven't played any music, so we've been talking for about yeah, an hour so straight, so which, is is great, mass, which is great, which is great. It's going to be really easy to cut, yeah. it's going to be good to cut this together for the, yeah. for the online, because it'll just be really easy. Yeah. Um, this is the last show of the Experience Points radio show, but you actually have some news. Yeah. So, um, you can tell them that news now. Okay, yes. So, the news is for Experience Points, like, what's the new thing? It's going to have a new name, and everything like that. It's going to be called uh, Start to Continue. Um... And we're going to have for the show, it's going to be me for the most part. I might get another co-host on here. I'm getting some feelers out there, seeing what's going on. Uh, it's going to be a little bit more formatted. It's going to be a little bit more structure. The news, the in-betweeners. And we're all over the place things. right now. So. Right? Yeah. And that's one of the things. It's like, okay. Well, it's, it's you know, organic is, is the word I like to use, but right. unstructured is also applicable <laughs> sometimes. Very much. A little bit. More yeah. than I, more than More than I'm like, yeah, oh, we're off track here. That kind of thing. <laughs> But it happens. But I like this show is more personality based. So yeah, and if, and that's the thing. It might become that where it's more personality. You can have some sound effects. Are, well, that's the in betweeners. Oh, of course, I have zany, wacky radio. It was radio like from this from the nineties. It. It's DJ in the butt, like you know. But uh, so the the new show is going to be called Start to Continue. Um, the Twitch thing is going to be renamed that as well. Yep. Um, that's all going to be changed. We're going to have our own little banner and everything like yep. that. For the most part. Um, and uh, I hope you guys like it. The YouTube channel, uh, we're going to have stuff from Experience Points that we did a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, there will be an amount of overlap, but right. uh, and then and then you know the Experience Points, the radio show will be over with. Experience mm-hmm. Points, the platform probably will just go on a hi- indefinite hiatus, right? Uh, because I mean, I I'd, I'd still want to be able to play games and stream them and do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably just me. Honestly, because I have no, I with this new job, I have no idea what my schedule is going to look right. like. And so. I, I have a little more understanding of what my schedule is going to be like yeah. with my stuff and everything. It's good. It's a little bit more flexible. But so the new show is going to be start to continue. We're going to have a Facebook, Instagram, uh, and Twitter page up soon within the, over the weekend. Nice! Wow, uh, you're really on top of it. We're gonna we're gonna get, get started running. You're um, way better than that last show we did. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're gonna get started up and running with that, and. Um, We'll have our own little page, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, we're going to have reviews that are going to be posted online and everything like that. and going to be brought on Facebook. Uh, for uh, Usually they're going to be PC games, uh, but with the capture card, we're probably going to do a review of Days Gone and everything like that. Nice. And uh, we'll do a review of Rage 2 for PC. Uh, do a review for uh, Days Gone for PS4. There's going to be the two bigger one. I had planned to do reviews for this one, but I kind of since. I didn't know if you were leaving or not. I kind of put that on hiatus for Fair. Devil May Cry 5 and everything like Fair. that. No, that's good. That's good. Uh, get, get some content for that new thing. Yeah, and we're also going to be doing a, a, a mechanic series where we'll just be talking about core mechanics of nice. video games that, I, like we, that I've been wanting to do for this where we talk about you know healing or maps and stuff like that. Things that are very simple, but you know you can really screw up and... It should all come together, and it's. I feel like I just want to do like uh, response reviews to all the reviews you do. Just like, yeah, yeah so you know, it's Dustin just, said this yeah. thing. I disagree with him. Here's why he's an idiot. Here's why he's an idiot. Glad so, we don't do a show anymore. I hope anymore. you like lists. That's it. <laughs> and it's you with the camera. That's thing, it. And mm-hmm. I, oh, also, I promise to you guys because I hate when YouTubers do this. I will never put myself in the thumbnail. You'll never see a picture of me in the stupid thumbnail. 
ah, uh, I hate when YouTubers do this. So I don't. And it's like I've... game review, and it's like got the devil may cry in the background, but a third of him is like him, like with his finger on his chin. Yeah, like, I don't. I'm thinking about this game. I don't know that I've ever made a custom thumbnail. So YouTube's always done that. I and that's the thing. The thumbnail I always do is for the game. Yeah. And I always and if I do anything, it's probably going to be like the only thing I'll do for the thumbnail is maybe on the brief thing so you know it's for us is just have start to continue just made. some like logo or just whatever. literally diagonally at the bottom so it takes the least amount of space because my face ain't as good as somebody's artwork somebody worked really hard yeah, on so I'm not face. gonna cover it up you got a good face god almighty um, sorry we, we are completely out of time we're yes. gonna end on one song before we do 10 years from now where will gaming be you got 10 seconds okay I think a lot more VR support a lot more digital content um, and I think that microtransactions will not be as popular as they are now. That it'll probably be on your fel- cell phones because of the fallout. From I I agree this. about uh, VR. I agree about microtransactions. I hope we get closer to Ready Player One, maybe with force yeah. feedback, <laughs> and that'll just be a strange thing. The that cool happens. gloves, yeah, yeah. I want um, that too. This was the last show, Experience Points Radio Show. Thank you so much for uh, hanging out with uh, Dustin and I for uh, what, two years, and then yeah, Sarah and I before that, and then uh, Will and I before that, and then just me before that. So for the last almost for the, for the last like almost ten years. Thanks so much, guys. It's been really cool. It's not very easy, but I didn't cry. Yeah, Matt is uh, openly weeping right I am, now. I am so sobbing can't. into the microphone. Good thing this has a pop filter. His mascara is running. Um, we're going to end with one of the first songs that we played on the entire show, "Will of One" by the Proto Men. Uh, they definitely saw me through pretty much the entire show. So <laughs> thanks, everybody. I'm MG. I'm Dustin. And this has been the Experience Points Radio Show. Uh, for the final time. For the final time on Southeastern oh, Zone. 90.9 KSLU. Just be happy, man. I'm bummed now. <laughs> Sad. It's like it's like a phoenix. Like This last thing has to die. Oh, yeah, yeah. Start to continue. The phoenix is fire. Every Wednesday night. Oh, yeah. What's <laughs> that?